All right, traders and investors, welcome to Stock Market Movers. Doing a little improv show was going to take the day off because of a doctor's appointment, but I'm here for you guys. The market is leaking, so I think that we definitely got some headlines to cover. We'll talk about, of course, uh, economic data that hit today. Will we get a rally? Well, that has been solved already. Didn't get a rally today. And definitely, we'll take a look at some of the headlines that are out there. Netflix uh, with gaming out there. Hertz, uh, electric vehicle charging units. We'll talk about some upgrades and downgrades. Uh, Splunk pre-announcing there. Upgrades and downgrades coming from Keurig, Dr. Pepper, Lucid. Uh, we got Hyatt. Um, you also got some kind of the, you got the train stocks, the railroad stocks, CSX, Norfolk, Southern. Uh, also, we'll talk a little bit about what's been going on in AMC lately. We touched on it yesterday. We'll expand on it today. Welcome to Stock Market Movers. I will let you guys know I do not have guests on today. We're going to do a little bit of a shorter show, about 30 minutes. I'm going to try to get all the headlines in there, cover about what's moving, and it's not much that's hot, but there is some pockets of strength out there in the markets. Let's get into it. Stock Market Movers, I'm your host, Money Mitch. Let's see what the market has for us. There are three ways to make a living in this business. Be first, be smarter, or cheat. I can't help you cheat, but I can give you the informational edge to help you succeed in the markets. Welcome to Stock Market Movers. All the market moving headlines and expert opinions every day. They say money is the oxygen of capitalism, and I want to breathe more than any man alive. All right, let's get into it. Let's take a look at the overall market. We are struggling here to even hold on to 362. Went down there towards a low there of 361.19. We are dropping fast today. It looked like we were in kind of an hourly range. I talked about that on live trading where we're going to get above the 370 below the 363 level and there you guys see it we actually cracked to the downside not a good look there if you're looking for the bullish kind of you know rebounding back i know a lot of people were looking to see if we were going to get you know an everything rally today because we've been sold off but not what we're getting there a lot of people taking shots at trying to call you know, bear market rallies now. And I think it's the opposite. Like I've stated, if anything longer term, you should be kind of bearish at this point right now because it doesn't look like anything's going to turn around, at least from what I'm seeing in the headwinds. So uh, there you guys see what looks like we're trying to take another leg down here, coming back really fast towards the 361. Will we crack 361? We could be at 360 by the end of the day. And I don't think anybody you know, it was really kind of pitching that we would get right back down there so quickly. It didn't take long. All it needed was September. We talked about how it was the worst month. That was the bear case that would bring us back down towards the low. And there you see it. It's taking that down and we'll see what happens. Inflation, inflation, definitely keeping us down and not letting us bounce back. We had some bounce back this morning. Even Tesla was looking good. And it was starting to push, 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 push. And boom, right back down there towards the 280s. 
even a stock like Tesla couldn't hold. Even Apple tried to make a move up, tried to set up for a move back to 154, knocked down. And so there you guys see it. Leadership also down today. That's not going to help us. Of course, that's what we pay attention to a lot is take a look at the leaders. How are we doing there? Only Apple slightly up overall, but from the open, these are definitely still all down. Down about 1% on Apple. Microsoft about 2%. Uh, Amazon down about 3% from the open. So not a good looking sign there from Amazon. Really weak day. Google really weak day. Microsoft really weak day. I've talked about the red flag that I've been warning in Microsoft. It does not look good here. And if it takes out 230s, Watch out. We could be at 200 for Microsoft in just about what? It was just at 250 on 915. So uh, just a, about a week and a half ago, it was at 250. Could easily be at 200 in just a, a few weeks, right? We'll see what happens there. Definitely some weakness in tech. All right, let's go into some of the headlines that are out there. We'll talk, a little, of course, about some macro talk first. <coughs> Sorry about that, guys. So give me a second. Let me grab a drink. Oh, no. No water. All right, whatever. I'm um, just going to have to shake it off there. Uh, let's take a look at what's going on there. I wanted to take a peek at Bitcoin. I know it was up in the early part of the day. And there you guys see it. It's right back down. And what's going on in Bitcoin, man? This thing just got hit hard today, man. Wow. I want to show you guys this chart in a second. I'm just trying to pull it on up here to kind of show you guys that outlook here and take a look at Bitcoin. Of course, using my Benzinga Pro, that's where I got some Bitcoin charts. Uh, you could see this right around 11.55. Boom, knocked right back down to that 1900 and it was a fast one. If anything, I think right now it's kind of weird, but Bitcoin's kind of leading the market a little bit. It was going on up earlier than the spike that we had in the in the kind of the pre-market. And then now you're seeing it lead it down. So just be careful. That's not what I want to be seeing there. Of course, this is a five-minute chart, so showing us a little bit more. But that's a quick drop of 1,000 points. And we'll see if it's able to hold on. Bitcoin in the long run has been making a little bit of bounce. Not as much as the market, really. I mean, this has just been hanging out sideways here. And I know that some people are looking to see what happens. Will Bitcoin ever hold on and get back through kind of like 25K? I think eventually it breaks that 18 heading towards the 10. That's what scares me about the overall market because we could see some more downside action coming on in. Of course, there was some crypto news that was out there. This was helping it this morning that uh, crypto lender Voyager to sell assets to FTX for $1.4 billion. FTX bid was valued at roughly $1.4 billion. The company uh, had taken the shot to get kind of the assets from Voyager. And Voyager has hinted about this possible transaction to its customers. Uh, and we'll see what happens here. How much will they get? I need to look into more specifics. And I'm going to actually maybe reach out to Jason to kind of give us a little bit more of what happened in this story. All right, let's continue going. Let's get into... Other headlines that were out there definitely moving markets was a lot of the concerns in Nord Stream pipeline, right? So Nord Stream AG, the operator of the network, said earlier on Tuesday that three offshore lines of Nord Stream gas pipeline sustained 
unprecedented damage in one day. And so this is why you're starting to see comments out there. Germany suspects that the damage to the Nord Stream pipeline is a result of sabotage. This was reported by Bloomberg. Sweden uh, Marine uh, Authority issued a warning about the two leaks on Nord Stream 1 pipeline shortly after the leak on the nearby Nord Stream 2 pipeline was discovered. So the Nord Stream Pipeline 2 wasn't the biggest news because, of course, that isn't the you know the most used pipeline. But when you saw two kind of leakages there in Nord Stream One, that was unprecedented and definitely calling out for suspicion. Now let's take a look how UNG and some of these stocks were performing today, and then a natural gas play. And it it got a little spike in the pre market and then gave it right back up right towards the open, right near the open, you saw it come right back down. So we're keeping an eye on natural gas. We'll see what ends up happening. Will we eventually get the, the big push? Now, one thing that I do see on UNG, and this is just maybe my chart outlook, it sometimes can be biased, but in my eyes, in my eyes, what I'm seeing right here, and you guys tell me in the chat if you guys see what I see. So in my eyes, I see this whole pattern from right here to here, this looks like an inverse head and shoulders pattern. So it looks like the head is over here by the bottom towards the 20, right? That you see that down movement. And then you have like kind of the left shoulder over here in this part right here. You can see the left shoulder over here, right shoulder forming right over here. And we got our head right over here, right? And so in my eyes, this does look like a bullish setup on the daily chart. And I'm wondering if you guys see it too. I mean, that's just the way I look at it. And at least pattern-wise, that shows me that we could collect and get back on up there towards the 30. Love to hear in the chat if you guys think that you guys see inverse head and shoulders there. But that's what I see. And sometimes it's as interesting as just mentioning it and seeing if anybody else sees it on the pattern. I would love to see if it also shows up on Boyle. Eh, a little similar, but a little bit more kind of a, of the bearish outlook because it would have held right here, right here, and not create create this down price action here on Boyle where it's down there towards the fifty. We'll see what happens there. It's not an inverse head and shoulders, says DB. Okay, well, it won't matter when the entire market sells off. That is true. I mean, if the entire market does sell off, it's kind of hard to keep some of these stocks up. We'll see what happens there. Head and shoulders reverse pattern occur at the end of a trend, not as a continuation. Agreed. Agreed on that, DAB. It normally is also on the downside, right? It's normally kind of a reversal pattern towards the upside. But I'm just seeing the pattern there, and I'm wondering if it's able to hold there. Of course, it doesn't go by the original rules of the pattern, but I agree with what your comments there for sure. All right. I can see pies in the face. <laughs> It's tough. It's tough, like always. All right, let's get out of the Nord Stream 1 pipeline talks. Of course, we can dive into more talks on UNG, but let's get into some other talk out there. Uh, there was a Netflix headline. I don't know if anybody has played a Netflix game. Let me know if you guys have played any video game from Netflix. Of course, these would be uh, on mobile, but it's interesting to hear if anybody's actually played them. Netflix will be opening an internal game studio in Finland. The company announced Monday Netflix Games, which started in November 2021, has purchased three studios 
So Netflix bought the Finland-based Next Games for about $72 million, And they expect to get to about 50 mobile games by the end of the year. Right now they have about 20. Um, so check that on out. Let me know if you guys have checked out some of these games. I've never used this. I'll tell you right now. But it's interesting. Hey, bro, earlier you pulled out a book and showed a downward trending diagram example. What book was that? I got you, Jay. So that's that's actually where, where I'm studying for my CMT. And so you guys can look into what the CMT is. It's a certification for chartered market technician. Um, let me grab the book here so I can show you it right quick. So this is the, the level two that I'm working on right now. So you guys can see it here. I'll try to get it a little bit bigger here. I'll put it full screen. So I'm working on my CMT level two curriculum. It's a big book. Um, it's not like it's a small one. Maybe you can find a, a used copy. And if you just want to learn off of it, you can learn off of it. But if you want to go out for the association, I definitely recommend it. You can check it on out. All you got to do is just search CMT association on Google. You'll be able to find their website and kind of expand there. But it's up to you if you want to take the course, right? All right. Uh, how long does it take to complete the CMT course? It's long. It's, it's not easy. You can only take the exams every six months and there's three levels and you have to actually kind of work in the industry because eventually you need to be endorsed by another CMT. So maybe, maybe I can open the avenue to you when I'm a CMT, but for right now, I'm just trying to get the designation myself. All right. Uh, video games. I'm still long on Space Invaders. Well, we'll see what happens there. Um, I've never played a Netflix video game or mobile phone. I need to look them up. I want to see how they actually play. We'll see if Netflix can actually do something here. Netflix has been trying to come back. I've been watching it on the daily, but it did not want to go into that shadow zone. It's looking like it's rejecting and can easily be right back to the lows. I just feel like it's going to take a while and until the market comes back, Probably Netflix isn't coming back either. All right, let's continue going. Let's go to the Hertz. Hertz gave out some news today, and that was a combination. It was a partnership with BP Pulse. So the oil giant EV charging unit will install thousands of chargers at Hertz sites across the U.S. The chargers will support Hertz plan to add hundreds of thousands of EVs to its fleet over the next several years. Some of the new chargers at the high traffic Hertz sites will be open to the general public. So that's something to note. Now, one thing that I've been seeing with these charging stations, and it's really going on right now in the UK, is that the cost of using a public rapid charger on a pay-as-you-go is really spiking. It's spiking so much that it isn't much different, at least right now in Europe, if you're using a gas-powered or an EV, you're not saving too much. And so I think that's really interesting to note. Another thing to note today, I did see that uh, the U.S. Transportation of Department on Tuesday said that it approved electric vehicle charging stations planned for all 50 states. And, of course, including Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico, covering roughly about 75,000 miles of highway. So, of course, earlier this year, Biden allocated $5 billion to the states. And I think they're just trying to work out the plans here and really start getting this going. So keep your eyes on maybe some charging stocks, getting some lift. I know that we've been keeping a close eye on ChargePoint. Been looking for a pullback here around 15s to look for another run towards 20. Let's see if this is the pullback we're looking for. 
Of course, what would we want to see? Kind of these lows hold on the weekly. We want to see the $14 hold here. And it start making its way back up through 20s. Next time it does that, I think I'm going to join the party and try to get on the charge point. We'll see what happens there. All right, let's keep going. Let's get out of some of the headlines. In a second, we'll go to some of the upgrades and downgrades. But first things, let's go into what was hot and what was not. We'll go ahead and take a look at what was moving today, right? So let's go into the sectors and the industry and take a look here. So if you, what, one thing I always do is change it from the open daily because I want to know what happened from the open, what changed there, right? Because pre-market outlooks are pre-market outlooks. But I really want to know from the open, how did we move? Well, if you, th if you take a look at it, every sector is now down from the open. That shows us the type of day this is. Even though energy is up 1.22% overall, these are not going to be looking the best because essentially they're down from the open. And so like, let's say a perfect example is going to be like an XOM that had a really strong rip towards the beginning part of the day, even till it's 1130 and then has just pulled back all of those gains. So just be careful out there. Even oil that was getting a little bit of a lift starting to leak out into the red. Healthcare was doing really well this morning. And a lot of this was on biotech. So you could take a look at some biotechs like Moderna and look how those were pushing on up, but have pulled back recently and can't hold the VWAP. A lot of this can't hold the VWAP showing me that these pops were probably more rips to sell. And now the question is, do you want to buy the dips? Um, now, at least for me, I don't think I'd be doing it in this kind of environment, but VRTX, another one, right? These are all kind of pulling back after getting a nice little push out. We'll see if they get that next step up. Communication services are some that I'm starting to look at, but it's just kind of more of these are dividend plays. So uh, around this time is usually when we start seeing people look for income. You know, AT&T could be one of those that they're looking for income. T-Mobile has been coming on down, and we talked about that 145 level that it never wanted to get through. Eventually, it bounced there, rejected, and then started coming right back down, leaking on out. So even the T-Mobile is moving down. Eventually, maybe Verizon and uh, AT&T can catch that bounce. They have decent dividends. We'll see if they're able to finally get there. All right, catching up with you guys in the chat. What's going on out there? Beer stocks are hot at this a.m., Ah, it looks like the beer is moving. I saw a lot of people moving more into defensive names. All right, let's go towards some different strategies here. Um, so defensives, let's go. Let's take a quick look. Uh, brewers, yeah, brewers are up today. It doesn't look too bad there. Uh, you can see tap up, but is actually down. That's interesting. Uh, but FMX, I don't really know too much about FMX. Avbev. Another one to kind of keep on watch, Sam's. Sam's is down to $321. Imagine that. This stock was at one point in the pandemic. It got up towards almost $1,300. It's crazy this one made that kind of move. And now it's all the way back down there. It's not something that I would be looking at now, but it's, it's been a crazy move in Sam. Basic materials. I was looking for this to have a good day today. Coal, not having a bad day. I traded BTU earlier today. I'm all out, so we'll see what happens. I was looking for this to kind of push on up from the 2115s and getting on up there. It eventually got up there. We sold into the 68s. We're looking for a push 
Put 21.75. I've been watching this daily chart. It's holding the 200-day now below it. Let's see if it really starts making a push towards this, the 50 uh, moving average, which is 22.73. All right, continuing here. Technology was not looking bad here out the gates. It was even looking good in a stock like NVIDIA and then quickly turned back around, right back down. So this had a nice pop. It was up about even 3% on the day. It was looking good, NVIDIA, and then just got the knockdown right back down there. And then what do you see? All these semis just into the red. Look at all these bigger names, Qualcomm, TSM, Intel. They're all in the red today. Watch out because when they fall, they keep on falling right now. And it's hard. New lows, you got to go. You got to be careful. What do you think about Hood going to zero? Ooh, could be. I mean, I can't blame you on that outlook. Let's take a look at Hood. Hood right now is at 944. Let's take a look at the daily chart. I think this eventually is going to be an acquisition, right? It's going to have that acquisition feeling. And I know that earlier we had talked about kind of more inverse head and shoulders. This kind of had more of an inverse head and shoulders. And now it's coming back after the recent pop. One thing that I'd be looking for is if we can hold kind of the nine, it doesn't look too bad. If you do break through that nine, the next level I would be looking at to get towards is towards 813. And then you're looking at seven. Below seven, going towards five, I might take an investment on hood. But it's going to be when it's really kind of dirt cheap. Let's, let's wait till it gets to dirt cheap. Even then, right now at nine, in my eyes, it's not cheap enough. All right, STZ being mentioned in the chat. Uh, I know that's Constellation Brands. I don't know how you guys feel about this one. At least it's been holding sideways. That's the one thing that I would say is throughout the whole year, it's held sideways. But it's just not in an area that I want to be kind of heavily invested in, which is beverages, wineries, distilleries. Not something that I think does really great in recession time. But then again, people need their beer. And uh, I'm sure in this hurricane, people are going to need their beer also. So you never know. All right, let's go towards what was hit the most. It was utilities. Utilities falling off the wagon here. XLU is one that I've been keeping a close eye on. I've been looking at the kind of the channel. Would we hold this channel, right? Are we going to actually hold the channel and get back up? We're right there on the brinks of breaking on the downside of the channel we're going to look to see if we get a bounce in the next couple of days. Uh, so Duke, of course, keep it on your radar. We'll see if this can get a bounce in the next couple of days. It's just been washing out lately. We'll see if it can bounce. It's definitely been pulled down. Uh, one that I had played and caught a good trade on, which XEL. We ended up trading it here, selling up here. And look where we're at now. It's pulled back significantly. Let's see if it can go ahead and catch a bounce eventually. But definitely these are getting hit hard today. Real estate and also financial services getting hit hard. Bank of America, right? And so look at this, heading right back towards the July lows. These are actually not June lows, more July lows for these banks. And they're heading right back into there. So not a good sign. And what does that show me? Recession concerns. So if the banks are coming down that fast, they're worried about their money because recession means what? Delinquencies. And so uh, definitely concerns on out there. I would be concerned also in auto. I think that auto housing, um, you know, loan businesses, they're going to suffer, especially if we go into a true recession, right? Let's see what happens. 
Modelo. We'll see what happened there. Uh, the marijuana plays at some point when we get legalized. But until then, it's just so hard to invest in these. I mean, I, I just don't know how. I, I've always wanted to, and I've had these multiple times to make some profits, uh, but it just doesn't work out. There's a stock that I really like. It's a, a Kerna Corp, right? Really good technology stock in, in cannabis, yet it can't go anywhere. It's 10 cents. It's 10 cents now. And I, I don't think I'm going to jump in now and try to be play hero. I've been waiting for this one to break the trend forever, and it just hasn't broken the trend. And when it doesn't break the trend, that's where you got to be careful because it's going to get tough. And look, look at all that volume that's been in the stock the last, you know, three months. Some people are trying to call the bottom, but it's just, it's very difficult there on a Kerna Corp. Banks still don't lose even with defaults. They, they take the losses and still gain. I do agree with that. But a lot of the shares kind of suffer, right? Kind of like uh, Wells Fargo, you know, this, this could eventually come right back down here towards those 2020 times, right? We'll see what happens there. Banks are definitely not an area that I would be looking at right now. Even though interest rates are going up, the recession worries. And I think you're going to really start seeing the consumer strapped for money. Have you ever seen the reverse split of an annually or an annually capital management? What do you think? Um, reverse splits are usually just kind of a fluff, a method to try to get the stock up so that people can pay attention to it. And then hopefully you get some catalyst to really push the stock. A perfect example of this would be GE, right? They did a reverse split. They got their stock right back above that 100 price point. They got it back up there. The one by eight here, reverse split. And then look where it's gone since straight down. So um, it tried to get back up there. It did leave a little spike up to 115s and then boom, right back down there. So you got to be careful when you're seeing those reverse splits. They're usually not a good thing unless the company is trying to specifically engineer the stock to then run into some catalyst to give it that drive. All right, let's go to some upgrades and downgrades, and then we'll be wrapping on up, trying to keep the show going here, keep it alive. Let's do it. Upgrades and downgrades. First one we're going to take a look at is, is Keurig, Dr. Pepper. So let's take a look at that. That's, uh, that's Keurig is, I, I don't know why I'm, I'm messing up with this ticker. Normally I, I know it, but it's KDP, right? KDP, Dr. Pepper, right? I don't know why I wanted to put KUG, um, but let's go into it. Uh, Keurig Dr. Pepper here. Got some good news, but always down news when you start getting Goldman Sachs to downgrade the stock to neutral from a buy rating. This was on a buy and it was looking good. And now they're flipping back down on it. So you got to be careful. It looked like the time to sell was above this 39. And now you're really starting to see it. What? Get underneath the 200. Showing you what the trend is starting to reverse. So it isn't like they're going crazy. They, they stuck with it probably as long as that 200-day moving average was into the green. And now you're seeing it really start get knocked down there. We'll see what happens. A lot of this going on coffee. Coffee remaining elevated, and they just don't see it coming down. Lucid also getting some news out there. Uh, I'll, I'll keep rolling the Keurig Dr. Pepper 
headline there on the bottom just to make sure you guys get to it. But Lucid also got some upgrade here. Um, it was coverage from Cantor Fitzgerald initiating coverage here on Lucid. Let's talk about what they gave them. So they gave them an overweight rating, and the firm said that the Lucid's luxury and premium vehicles provided greater efficiency, longer range, faster charger, and more space relative to its peers. Well, that should have gave it a little bit of a lift, an outlook there from uh, Cantor Fitzgerald. And what did it do? It got the lift in the pre-market, but right into the market, it sold right back off there. That shows me more and more that, yes, it might have that outlook that it has faster charging, longer range, greater efficiency in the design. But the question is, will they be able to meet the demand that's needed? And are they going to be running into supply issues? I've heard from Lucid, remember, what, we, what they gave us uh, kind of on their quarters, on their earnings, they gave us the outlook that they didn't expect to reach their deliveries for the year. And I think they're going to struggle also to reach what they wanted to reach in Q3 and Q4. We'll see what happens there. Lucid. All right. Next one up is going to be on Hyatt. Hyatt was getting a little bit of a spike on this towards the open. And then, of course, another flip. And so this is why you got to be careful. Even if it does get an analyst rating, it could flip right back down. So this was Evercore IS Group and upgrading Hyatt Hotels to outperform and announcing a $100 price target. It got a little bit of a spike, but it was shortly lived. All right, the last one in the upgrades and downgrades is goes to CXX and Norfolk Southern. So keep these ones on your radar. We'll see if the railroads can actually get moving. But this just seems like they're late to the party. The railroad news was... A week or two weeks ago it wasn't now so seems like this double downgrade here on the duo citing deteriorating macro backdrop it's kind of more like you didn't get this two weeks ago come on what are you missing ubs now you want to give them a downgrade well it's like uh the classic line goes you know analysts have a tendency sometimes to just chase the price action all right, let's get out of that talk. Let's go into the last talk that I wanted to talk about, which is the situation that we're seeing in AMC and Ape. This is a clear situation that you don't want to be seeing when you're kind of you know, involved in one of these companies, right? If you were in AMC, and I'll put Ape to the left-hand side so we can kind of see the action that we've had in the last kind of couple hours. We saw Ape get a little bit of a spike there recently, and of course, what has AMC done? It's been selling off. So what has been happening here in the story of AMC and eight? So of course, this is on rumors. So I just want to clearly state this. This hasn't been confirmed. But reportedly, AMC has hired Citigroup, the, the ticker C, as their underwriter to assist the theater chain in selling as many as 425 million ape units. Interestingly, this wasn't announced on AMC's entertainment investor relation uh, news page. Under the circumstances, though, they have clearly stated in their filing there, under the circumstances, we caution you against investing in our AMC preferred equity units unless you're prepared to incur the risk of losing all or substantial portion of your investment. So this just shows me more and more how even the lawyers of AMC wanted this clearly stated 
that you could lose all or a substantial portion of your investment just shows me more and more red flag here. They're doing some financial engineering to try to take advantage of the AMC investors by opening the ape, the preferred shares. Why? Because they no longer are able to kind of keep pumping out more AMC shares. So they just figured an alternative and said, okay, well, we'll just create the ape units and the preferred equity. And then we could just pump out those a little bit more to get some money. Well, clearly, I think that somebody is getting left with the stick and it looks like it's the investors in AMC that are getting left out, even though the CEO tried to make this seem like it was a big positive thing for the company. To me, this doesn't seem like it's positive, at least for sure, for the retail investor. Seems like they're pulling the rug on you guys. I'll take a mil- 100 million of those units, says no one. Yeah, exactly. Um, so basically they're diluting with eight hundred percent, Kevin, you understood that to the key. That's exactly what they did. They just did this little trick. They're like, well, I can't dilute AMC anymore. Well, I'll just create the preferred shares of ape. We'll make it sound like this big thing for retail so that they get excited and they buy more shares of ape and then we'll sell it. We'll sell it to anybody that wants to take it. Who wants it? Who wants my money? Who wants my money? Well, I think eventually, eventually, the retail crowd even has to see this and be like, man, you're really not on our side, right? Well, we'll see what happens there if that ever comes through. All right, let's go ahead. Let's wrap on up. Let's just take a look at the overall market and see how we're doing now. I'm going to go to my main charts review really quickly for you guys, and then we'll be wrapping on up. Uh, like always, you guys can keep up with us on at the close. At the close will be at 3.30. I'll have Joel Alconan back, so definitely come on over. We'll review the market action. I want to see what he thinks. If this is a good close, if we can close back above the 3.63, I'll definitely be asking them that question. That's going to be at 3.30 p.m. Eastern. Don't miss that. That's our last show of the day. Oh. Uh, Today, we also got Cannabis Insider right after that. But normally, that's our last show on the intraday action where we wrap up the close and bring you to the bell. All right, let's take a look at what else is kind of getting a little bit. Looks like we've finally gone sideways here on the SPY a little bit. You can see the sideways action on the five-minute or if you went to a 15-minute. Since pretty much 1220, uh, we've gone sideways here. We'll see what happens. Do we take out the lows and continue coming down or... Will we get a little bit of a bounce and get a little bit of a rally towards that close? I keep an eye out on a stock like Apple. We'll keep an eye out on a stock like Tesla. You'd want to see these bounce. But right now, some leaders are showing me a little bit that, hey, we're weak right now. Microsoft making some new lows and continuing down. New lows, you got to go. That's the ticker and and the quote that Dennis has been using, and I can't blame him for using that. Definitely right now, just like it is in NVIDIA, if there's a new low, you got to go. You got to be careful with those stocks because they're just out of favor. I'm looking for a Q4 rally. Hey, could, it could happen, but I mean, Q4 isn't too far away. So hopefully that will help out there. We'll see if we're able to get that rally. And of course, keep your eyes also on what? Keep your eyes also on Bitcoin overall. You are crypto tourists. If Bitcoin could make a rip, maybe the market could follow it too. 
That's what I'll be watching right now. It didn't look good, though, for Bitcoin today. It was coming right back down. All right, we'll see what else happens there. AMC Ape is worth its value in gold. AMC, uh, uh, I have no idea about that one. Uh, I don't know what I caught in the chat there. I needed to go a little bit more into it, but we'll see what happens there. Uh, definitely the Ape shares have been kind of left up to scrutiny, and we'll see what happens in the whole AMC and Ape fiasco. And if they even do it, right? Because this is reportedly that they were going to do this uh, selling. And of course, they'll have to file with that. We'll see if it actually shows up in AMC's investor relation news page. All right, going to end it on up here. Like always, guys, smash the thumbs on up if you guys enjoyed Stock Market Movers. I'll be back tomorrow and trying to continue with some great experts like always. Hit the thumbs on up. I'll see you guys later. And like always, welcome. Uh, definitely hit the subscribe button. And like always, come on over to At The Close. That's going to be at 3.30. And we'll welcome any traders that are trying to learn and get to the next level. So if you guys got a question about a certain stock or anything you guys want to bring up, definitely come over to 3.30. We'll be able to handle it with Joel Alconin. I'll see you guys on over. And we'll see if the SPY breaks through the 361. Or will we be back above the 363 on At The Close? I'll see you guys there in just about, eh, about two hours there. We'll see you guys.